0: Deion Sanders was called out by another college football coach. And I'll tell you why on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Bus. I'm your host, Kevin Borba. Thank you guys for making Locked on Bus your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today, we got an action-packed episode. Jim Mora calls out Deion Sanders for his methods, um, for his antics, if you will. Not really antics. I'm just being dramatic here. Um, then we're going to talk about Colorado's huge transfer portal additions yesterday, um, Wednesday, if you're watching this on Thursday. And then lastly, Cordell Stewart, Colorado legend. Predicted a Colorado championship, and I'll tell you when, and we'll break down what he says um, about Colorado moving forward. Uh, but let's dive right into what Jim Mora had to say about Coach Prime and the transfer portal shenanigans that have been going on. And again, when I use the word shenanigans, I'm just—it's just for fun. I—it's not often you get to use the word shenanigans. Anyway, Jim Mora, who is the former UCLA coach, uh, current uh, UConn coach, tweeted any coach that won't allow a transfer to access film is operating from a place of complete paranoia. You really believe an opponent can gather info from random clips. And then he tagged Ryan Clark because Ryan Clark was asking if this was a normal thing. The the guy from ESPN and he played for the Steelers. If you're not familiar with his ESPN work, he said part of the job of a college coach college in all caps is to advocate for your student athletes, current and past. Okay. Let's, let's dive into a couple things here. First of all, I would like to throw out the disclaimer that Colorado did, in fact, um, release a statement later, late yesterday um, that they're going to allow all of the players to access their film. Um, so that won't be an issue. Um, I honestly think that they probably just didn't want to hear about it anymore. So they are like, just give it to them. Who cares? Um, secondly, um, to address Jim Moore's comments, college coach in all caps. I think there's kind of a an underlying rumor or not rumor, but belief that coach prime is either treating this like it's an NFL job uh, because that is what he knows, or he will be pursuing an NFL job eventually. And so I feel like there's a lot of people kind of addressing the way that he's managing the situation. I have, I have three thoughts on this whole thing right here. One flipping the roster like this is a complete anomaly. Um, They're going to be replacing. uh I don't even know. Like sixty something players, they're gonna have like seventy, probably seventy plus players by the time by the time things are all said and done that are new. That's not gonna happen again. He's not gonna be flipping the roster every year. Is he gonna be in the transfer portal every year? Probably. Who wouldn't be? USC had a really good season last year, and they still hit the transfer portal really hard. They have the number two class in the portal, so this is an anomaly. Obviously, this is the most dramatic version of a roster rebuild we've ever seen. But when you're Coach Prime and you have the appeal that you do, why not? Um, Was he supposed to? Do in, keep the one in 11 roster kids and just try to make it work like obviously it's no no hate to those guys but if he could get upgrades why wouldn't he Two, i think with the college coach thing which i kind of already touched on people don't like the way that coach prime is operating um it's to each their own i guess uh mel tucker did the same thing uh lincoln riley did the same thing last year and it was kind of I don't want to say kind of praised, but it was definitely not as, um, villainized or I guess if that's a word, I'm going to say it's a word villainized as coach prime. Um, I think Colorado has kind of emerged as a little villain of college football now because of all this. And three, my final thoughts on this whole thing is I was told by multiple players. I asked around because I, obviously I didn't play college football. Um, But I was like, what is the process? I have multiple friends, one that played at Stanford, one that played at Colorado, uh, and then a couple others. And they all said it is your own responsibility. And one of my friends even transferred. So Um, it is your own responsibility to get your film um, in most cases. Obviously, there's some programs that will let you have access to that film. But in the most cases, you're kind of supposed to gather your film, then go. Um, So that way, obviously, you could put stuff together and show it to um, the other programs so i'm not shocked that colorado kind of was like no um, the only thing that it didn't make only reason i could say it didn't make sense was because it was from last fall and so it was a different coach um different system uh it was carl Durrell. uh so it doesn't really matter it's just this player in particular didn't have a lot of tape um because he didn't play on the field during games um so he needed to use his practice tape to kind of help sell his case and so either way C- Jim Moore um I don't know why he came at coach Prime this hard um I do think there's kind of like a I don't say that an animosity between college coaches and coach Prime but there are some people that are definitely um not a fan of what this new era of Colorado football is um and then this is what uh JD Pakal from on3 a good friend of mine said. Here's my guess on what's happening right now at Colorado. From the outside looking in, I believe everybody involved here is making a business business decision. I think Sanders is making a decision that's best for his football team and saying we were 111 last year. The personnel that made that happen is quite frankly not good enough for my standards, for our standards, for what we want get, for what we want to get done. So I believe a lot of these guys are not at all are not all are being told they no longer have a spot at Colorado. Put it bluntly. I believe a lot of these guys are being cut. It's just a business uh, here for coach prime. Honestly, I couldn't agree. Um, we've talked about it countless times and this is going to be a quick, like two shot episode. I feel like one in 11, not great. Okay. Not not every coach when they take a new job has the opportunity to get inst- an instant influx of talent. And Colorado has just that. So don't be surprised. Um, they made up for their little—if you want to call that a wrong—by not giving them their films. Because honestly, if the kid doesn't know that, I mean, one, I feel like he should probably should ask asked around. But two, it's—I mean, he's a kid, you know. Uh, just give him the film, move on. Uh, it is what it is. But Jim Moore coming for Coach Prime—very interesting. Um, we're gonna have to see if Colorado and UConn line up on the schedule anytime soon. I think Coach Prime is kind of still figuring out the ins and outs of everything, and probably. Too. He didn't have this problem when he did so at Jackson State, but he's also in a much bigger spotlight now um, at Colorado, obviously being a power five program and all that. Uh, OK, let's move on. But before we do, if you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste. I've got just the thing for you. Built bars and built puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing. You don't even think they're good for you. You got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, not that fake stuff. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy, only 130 calories, and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Protein don't know why I said it like that. And now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering built at built bars at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors still at built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hip flavors, brownie batter puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Okay. We talked about obviously the kind of, I want to say the ugly side of the transfer portal, because I feel like that was probably the worst part of the portal was kind of the, the claims that were being made and Deion Sanders jr was like, that's not true. And so either way, we know that all these guys get their film. Um, they're all getting their film. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter now. Uh, let's move on from it. Even though coaches are calling out um, coach prime, let's talk about the transfer portal. First of all, colorado had a huge day yesterday um they landed three portal guys um and they lost well they did lose a few people let me go over uh all the guys that have entered since what's today the 27th we'll go from the 26th on um taylor upshaw a michigan transfer who brought who actually brought in um who's brought in by coach prime. When he first took the job, Jake Wiley, offense lineman, Yusef, uh, Muga ribble, I believe is how you say his name. I don't know. The Florida offensive line transfer who was also brought in. That's three guys now because Tavion Beasley was another guy that coach prime brought in as transfers that have now left. Not sure if they left on their own, if they were nudged to leave Uh backup quarterback, drew Carter, and then Travis gray, who I talked about on yesterday's episode. And then today, um, Thursday, the 27th, Nigel Bethel, um, a defensive back elected to enter the portal. Okay. So we get that. Let's talk about the guys that are coming in, okay? Because I did a nice write-up about all three of them on Athlon. Go check that out. Um, First one of the day was Derek McClendon. The second, Florida State uh, edge rusher. Played in 29 games uh, in four years at Florida State this past season. Played in all 13. Recorded 37 total tackles. Five tackles for a loss and three and a half sacks. Adding him provides much-needed depth across the defense line. Excuse me. That had just a, a handful of players for the spring game. So we didn't Really good to see what they're made of. And also, don't forget, we have Jordan Dominic over on the other edge uh, who had, I believe, almost as many sacks as the entire Colorado roster last season alone. So a uh, good start for that defensive line. Um, moving on to the second one, they added another defensive lineman, Chaz Wallace from Old Dominion. Um, Chaz Wallace, uh, who in 10 games in last season recorded 20 tackles, two and a half tackles for a loss. And can kind of move all over the the defense line. Um, he obviously had a ton of potential because he was getting offered by tons of programs. He was contacted by Cincinnati, Louisville, Ole Miss, Arizona State, and Maryland. Um, yeah, I think especially for a guy like Chaz Wallace, who's going to offer some versatility, some back, some depth. Uh, he may start, but we have Shane Coakes already, Leonard Payne. Um, those two guys kind of looked really good in the spring game. So even if he doesn't start right away, he's going to be able to rotate in. Um, I think the best way to use defense alignment is to rotate them as you want to be able to allow them to build momentum, but rotate them so they're always fresh, and I think having more depth like this will only help that process. Um, I like to base a lot of the things I watch based off Texas because I covered them so closely. Um, last year, they would, they'd be in for like, Couple of plays, and then they'd have like a, a line change, like it'd be like, okay, three guys on, three guys off, stuff like that. So, if Colorado is able to do that with guys that are quality players, that's a good position to be in. And then, last one of the day, uh, another Florida State transfer, uh, Brendan Gant, not Grant Gant, G A N T. Um, he's kind of a linebacker safety hybrid. Um, and he he played he played a lot this past season, played in 12 games, um, started six, I believe. Um, total 33 tackles, one half tackles for a loss, one sack, one pass breakup and one fumble recovery. Um, he's kind of going to be an, an in-betweener. I'm interested to see how they use him on defense. Charles Kelly. will have to figure out a role from him, whether it's like an Isaiah Simmons role over at Clemson, or if it's just, he focuses on being a safety or he focuses on being a lineman. But great big haul for the first day. Um, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon, but their transfer class ranks as the number one class in the country. I imagine that will stay the same uh, just because obviously when you look at their transfer portal class ranking, it is worlds ahead of USC and everybody else that's behind them. So, yeah, I think the next transfers that I would look out for for them to land are probably, let's see. I, I wrote about one yesterday. You guys should really be checking on my Athlon page because obviously when I do this, I only have one episode per day. Athlon, I'm writing like nine articles a day sometimes. So um I think the next one to watch out for is probably running back um Alton. What is this what do you say this last name? Alton McCaskill. Um he'd probably be the best running back on the roster right away. Um he had a huge freshman year two years ago. Uh, missed this last season due to injury. Um so yeah, he's he would be a huge addition for Colorado. I think that running back room would probably um, immediately be the strongest room on the, on the team if he joined, um, just because he got him, Kovacier Smoke, and then Dylan Edwards. Um, let's talk about guys that they missed out on, just because I know you guys want... I'm going to update you on everything. They were chasing Emmanuel Pregnon, who was the Wyoming offensive lineman. He was one of the number one players in the portal. He was ranked number one in the portal until Bear Alexander entered. He went to USC. Um, and then, not sure if they were pursuing him but they will be playing him or seeing him eventually chance. Nolan, former Oregon state quarterback has transferred to TCU, meaning that they might see him week one in Dallas. um, Which also means that my Athlon preview of TCU was blown up again. Uh, Love that for me. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't really matter to you guys, but I've, I've written a, uh, a preview about TCU for Athlon. And I think I've had to re redo it four times minimum because of guys entering the portal because of, yeah, just shenanigans antics if you will um but yeah colorado's landed three guys yesterday i'm sure they're gonna land more i was told that they landed a handful during the spring game they obviously just land the roster spots now and this is kind of like the trending thing on google if you just google colorado football and you scroll down a little bit um there's a nice little tweet from Max Olson of The Athletic. says, Colorado had 18 players enter the transfer portal on Monday. That's 41 since Deion Sanders was hired. So far, 63 of their 83 scholarship players from last season, 2022, have moved on. Um, this is probably the most dramatic roster flip ever. And then Brian Howell from the Denver Post said, Colorado is down to 60 projected scholarship players in the fall, which means... Deion Sanders has 25 open spots to work with and with only 14 returning players. And as of now, I think that'll go down. There could be 71 or more scholarship players who are new. So obviously Colorado has to be doing some more work in the portal. Um, They have a ton of guys that they've been reaching out to. If you guys would like a little refresher, I'll go over that right now. Um, Just just to kind of remind you um, who they're targeting, because obviously um, it's going to be tough to learn this whole new roster. Let me pull this up real quick. And there it is. Command F, always coming in handy um, if you're or control F if you don't have a Mac. Okay, so obviously they went after Emmanuel Pregnon. He is committed to USC, so he's off the board. Miles Rouser, safety for Campbell, who was a four-star guy, committed to Arkansas that randomly flipped to Campbell. Still confused about that. Cameron Johnson, a Houston offensive lineman, who's visiting Boulder, uh, I, I believe this weekend or in the coming days. But he's visiting Boulder. Um, Varquez Gums, the North Texas tight end. Um, some more help, but tied in would be great. Uh, they missed out on Jerry Ente Davis from Jackson state. He's at Texas A&M. They got Brennan Gantz, um, Troy Everett, offensive lineman app state. He's a center. He is very experienced. He's being courted by Cincinnati, you Oklahoma EJ Martin, the wide receiver out of Marshall um, Cameron Robinson, the edge out of North Texas. He was visiting during the spring game. Um, Kari man's uh, university of D- M- Maine defense lineman. He's visiting sometime soon as well. They got Chaz Wallace, obviously Trevin Ma or from Oregon Uh, edge rusher. They missed out on Barry Alexander. Um, They got Derek McClendon. Um, The next guy that everybody's kind of looking and this would be if I was a betting man, this would be my my bet for the next transfer. They land or one of the next would be Jaquez Robinson, the defense back Alabama. He's got a relationship with Charles Kelly, um, and I just feel like it makes too much sense. Um, Anthony Campbell, a six foot seven defense lineman from Louisiana Monroe. Uh, that are also Marcus Peterson, a wide receiver out of Cincinnati, committed to McNeese State, and then Cadillac Brown out of Nebraska, um, and then Darius Lasser from Eastern Michigan. And this would be the biggest addition, I think, in the portal. Isaac Oku, um, the edge rusher out of James Madison, had a ton of sacks last year, was one of the best defensive linemen, um, maybe in the country last year, um, in terms of getting pressure. So they have a lot of options. They will probably bring in at least. 15 20 more transfers i don't know we'll see uh I, before we move on i want to thank you guys for making lockdown best your first listen every day for every dayers um tomorrow on the show we're going to be talking about the latest transfer portal news the latest coach prime news so you won't want to miss it i appreciate you guys for listening every day i appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for support um again the more you support me the better i do the more fun we can have with this the better the bigger the guests we could have on um so without further ado let's talk about um what I mentioned earlier in the episode, Cordell Stewart, who, if you're not familiar with him, you're lying, because everybody's familiar with him. Let me pull up what he is doing. Um, let's see. Oh, where to go? Oh my gosh. Now I gotta look it up again. 24-7. He was talking about Colorado. There we go. Here it is. Um, so Colorado legendary quarterback um who played from 91 to 94. Um, where he set program records in passing yards, touchdowns, completions, pretty much everything imaginable. Um, he was on uh, the College Sports on Sirius XM show, and he says, When you ask questions of how we will look or how we will look any different or whatever the case may be, we were 1-11 last year. I don't know if that counts for my 1-11. I didn't say it. Just saying. I, I would like to let the record show that this is a quote, not me saying it. Stewart said... Um, Sarcastically, oh, this Stuart, That was the end of a sentence. That was my little tangent. Sarcastically speaking, and seriously, we will not have the that product on the field. There's a pro, that's a promise. There's a hundred percent guaranteed that that product will not be on the field, and it's not the kids' fault. It's a process of how we were grabbing these kids. What am I anticipating? One, a much better and successful season guaranteed. Two, a chance to play for a championship, whether it be for a bowl game, a playoff, and the reach is a national championship. So I so I see us playing and competing. And again, if you didn't know about Cordell Stewart, look up the tapes. Even I knew about Cordell Stewart. You know, I, I he's He played before I was born, uh, not to age any of you guys. I appreciate my older followers. You guys are the best. You guys are the passionate ones. Um, he threw for 6,000 yards, 33 touchdowns, um, and led Colorado to an 11-1 record in 1994. Um, the biggest moment of his career, though, was obviously the Hail Mary pass to defeat Michigan, um, which some people consider one of the best plays ever in college football. Um, either way, he continues saying people are looking at coaches swag and we coming and it's time all that great stuff the music the antics but let me tell you something energy is everything you can have talent but if you don't have energy you may not have the opportunity to win if I can match that level of intensity tenacity you don't know what can happen if you have the marquee players that you need in place on the offensive side two or three you only need a couple Michael Westbrook and I and Rashad or Rashad Salam on the offense along with the entire offense line we had that thing unlocked. Off or defensively, Cameron, someone Craig, and Travis Hunter. They have that nucleus. Um, so I just think, honestly, we're going to be really good this year. We're going to compete for sure, and people are going to see us coming, and they're going to ha- have to deal with it. There's nothing you could stop. You're just going to have to deal with it. And he's drinking that Kool Aid, is what he said. Um, so Cordell Stewart, great embrace. Um, something that was really cool. When I went to the spring game and was listening to Coach Prime talk about um, how he's changing the program was one of the things he told us was. He's trying to get the alumni more involved. Uh, Cordell Stewart, Michael Westbrook, who, whoever it may be. Um, they kind of distanced themselves from the program as of late, understandably, and now they're all kind of kind of coming back and they're supporting, and Coach Prime appreciates their presence. He's embraced it. He's had them talk to the team multiple times, and so Cordell Stewart, very high on the program. And I think let's add him to our imaginary list. Like imagine there's a list right here. Um, boom, boom, boom. Um, Cordell Stewart, Urban Meyer, Joel Klatt, uh, Who else? I feel like they're missing someone that's three notable people in college football that think colorado will be competing for a national championship um if they could bring in all this talent and i think this will be the deciding factor as to what if they could compete for national championship obviously they're able to bring in the talent but if the talent can mesh they'll be fine that's that's what will get them to a championship if the talent comes in and they have issues learning sean lewis's system or they have issues just being cohesive or something like that then it'll be kind of tough but i think Coach Prime has a good mix of guys around him. He has a good mix of coaches, and so I think they're going to be all good. Um, to get this kind of endorsement for Cordell Stewart is huge for the program. And if you're a Colorado fan, it's just hard not to be excited. I know it. Again, I'm putting my ceiling until we see what this team looks like, which is not going to be until fall. Um, I'm putting my ceiling at six to seven wins. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if they, they exceeded that number. It wouldn't surprise me. So let's just let's just wait while I'll Uh, I'll have the more – whoa, excuse me. I'll have all the transfer portal updates here and on Athlon. Go check that out. Um, I'll have all the updates you need to know on Coach Prime here at Locked On. I appreciate you guys for making Locked On Buster First Listen. Um, If Colorado is going to make it to a championship, I'll be there every step of the way making sure that you guys have the best coverage. Um, Again, thank you guys for making Locked On Buster First Listen. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to tune in tomorrow. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, and I will see you guys tomorrow again. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate your love and support. And we will see you guys on Friday. Have a great day.